On today's episode of my podcast, I am interviewing Dr. Neil Reddy, who does the restyling for my clients who take my 90-day personal transformation. Neil is dressed in an amazing way. He dresses like a gentleman. If you'd like to see more about his style, you can visit his Instagram, which I will include a link to in this podcast description. Now, in this episode, you're going to learn how to express yourself through your style, how to overcome the obstacles of being judged by others when you change your style. And also, how do you select the right role models? How do you know who to follow and who not to follow when it comes to changing your style to feel more confident? That's what you're going to get in today's episode. Aside from that, we are approaching the start of 2023. This is the perfect time for you to be considering what you would like your future to look like. This obviously includes your dating confidence, dating success and dating results. So if you like my content, if you like what I'm doing with my company, Social Attraction, you enjoy this interview and you would like Neil to restyle you, you would like me and my team to train you, then you will find links in the podcast description where you'll be able to book on to one of my Social Attraction transformational courses. I hope you enjoy the interview. So first of all, welcome back to the show, Dr. Pocket Square. Thank you. Thanks for inviting me again. Yeah, quite excited to get you back. I wanted to talk all things fashion. So I've got a question to start with for today's podcast. I want to know what does the word fashion mean to you? The way I look at it is the way one can express themselves and what they wear. Um, It's not necessarily what other people look at you. It's how you feel. when you wear them uh, or style them, because it, you could have a different ways of expressing uh, in different uh, attires. So what happens if you're completely, you get it completely wrong, right? So you've got an idea of looking really cool, really sophisticated. You spend all this money on like restyling yourself. And then not only do you not get any compliments, but you get people that actively tell you that they don't like what you're wearing and that you look ridiculous. Obviously, that's still self-expression. So where, where would you say the feedback from your peers or other people comes into the mix? So that happens uh, far more times than I think it, it shouldn't. Um, <clears throat> so when I wear things and I feel good in myself and I set out, that's my first compliment for myself because I know irrespective of what people say or don't say, it's, it's how I feel. Um, <clears throat> but at times people do comment or not comment at all or have adverse comments to it. Um, it does uh, make me think, but then it's what I think and I see if I they genuinely mean it or it's something that's just saying it because they're not on the same page. Um, but it wouldn't uh, fade me to a great extent. Uh, it's how I feel when I set out of the house. And I know it, uh, after the years of of testing it. I feel the same way as you do when it comes to my social media channels, because I put out content that I know is good because my dating advice has been been tried and tested so many times and helped so many different people that I know the advice is solid, but I get a fair amount of negative comments. So I guess part of it is who is this person that's saying it to you? Because 
in the social media world, you don't really know who these people making comments are because because most accounts, if you're going to be negative, you don't have your real name on there. But I guess face to face, if if you see someone else who's really well styled in your opinion and he critiques you, I guess you would give that more credibility than if it's someone who dresses in an abysmal manner themselves. Absolutely. Absolutely. I mean, that's exactly uh, on, on point because I think um, criticism is free. So everyone's got an opinion um, and not necessarily the credibility to go with it. Um, but I agree, if someone's got the credibility, I take that criticism constructively. But uh, most criticism is doesn't mean anything to me because unless they have something to hold by. Oh, I kind of have a mantra in my own life, which is that an opinion is worthless unless you pay for it. So what I'm... <laughs> It's true though. So it's like, you know, I could ask you legal advice, but you're not a lawyer. You haven't got a clue, but I could pay a lawyer for legal advice and it's professional. And I guess it's the same with what I do with sort of the dating stuff and with what you do with, with fashion. So it's like, if you want a professional opinion, pay someone who knows what they're talking about, find a professional stylist, someone like Neil, someone like yourself, who is a professional stylist for a living. If you like what they're doing and, and how they style themselves and you want tips and critique or you want them to restyle you, then invest in that person to help you. It's not rocket science, but what most people tend to do is ask their peers who've really got no idea. Yeah, that's, that's very true, actually, because it's, it's easier, again, to just ask people around you. Um, and it's easier, again, to just look at a picture and comment, uh, look at a video and make a sarky comment because it's different... When you're out there doing it yourself, but easier, much easier to just keep making these slurs or comments, which again, doesn't mean anything. In my experience, there's almost a transformation that takes place internally when someone goes through a restyling with their wardrobe. And what tends to happen, especially with sort of clients that we restyle as, as part of our social attraction training, is that their peer group don't necessarily agree with their new style but it's more than that they've fractured off from their peer group that they're in and they're actually on their own path now to a better future they're, they're breaking away from negativity they're breaking away from people holding them back so what advice have you got when you when you started to style yourself in a better manner sort of many years ago did you find yourself changing friendship groups or did you find that other people started to follow your lead after they initially disagreed with what you were saying? Um, I can resonate with this so much, to be honest. Um, you walk on the same path, you get the same destination. So the fact that uh, someone is taking up your professional course is because they want to change. Um, in order to change, you got to undo the things that you did before to get a new change. Um, so initially when I started off uh, on my own path, uh, I didn't have different set of friends group but I kind of convinced them to change in the path I was going because I knew it's a better path in terms of fashion or style um, that's what I tell all the clients as well is because how you want to feel comfortable but there's going to be a change but uh, the change is going to be suited to your personality as opposed to anything else and one of the first things they say is describe yourself or describe the characters you like or the style you like and then go around it because once they're comfortable, the change is so evident because they feel in those outfits, like I say, belongs to them as opposed to just wearing them as someone asking them to wear. So there's definitely a value in finding role models for the way that you'd like to dress and, and picking up elements from a multitude of different people. Would you say that's a fair? 
that that's a completely fair uh, statement to make because all of us have role models or should have uh, in in every field. Um, and then you want to not necessarily idolize them, but you want to f- follow their mantras to get to a point uh, where you are. And when it comes to fashion, say, for instance, I mean, the cliche would be like to dress like a gentleman. You think of James Bond, for instance, and like he resonates, <laughs> he epitomizes the that kind of style. Uh, if you kind of follow some principles of what he does or doesn't do, you kind of getting to that that angle of that 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 shade of him, and that would resonate with yourself, um, with yourself, like and you like the Peaky Blinder style, uh, which 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 suits you, um, so you kind of resonate those elements of his styles, and it's 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 absolutely perfect in that instance. What's interesting about the Peaky Blinder style is you mentioned it to me many years ago that I should dress in a Peaky Blinder style. In fact, when you first started restyling me. It, took me quite some time to adhere to what you were saying i was a little bit anti wearing shirts i'd much rather wear a t-shirt with a blazer and then as the years roll by i've I've become more comfortable in sort of the attire that you were recommending and then obviously you called it years ago when i then started to watch peaky blinders i was like oh well actually maybe i should get one of those hats and then from then it's sort of uh, gone in that direction and I personally feel more comfortable now, not in a blazer, but in a waistcoat, a Peaky Blinders hat is much more my style. And it's interesting because if you look at my social media channels, you'll see that I've had every haircut that a man can have (laughs) under the sun, sort of from long and curly to short. I've never really found a style hairstyle excuse me i do like my hair long but anyone knows with curly hair it's it's quite it can be quite messy one day and look really good another day and the thing is when you're producing a lot of video content like i do i don't want people's attention to be on my haircut and how it looks so by wearing a peaky blinder style hat it allows me to actually have the hairstyle i want without worrying how it looks on camera too much however i get all the comments now that i look like a chimney sweeper (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> it is funny because it's like it doesn't really matter what I do. That's the main area that, that people comment on, on my content. It just shows how judgmental people are. But what I was reason why I was saying to you, Neil's because it actually takes confidence to dress the way that I now dress because I get looks everywhere that I go dressing to the peaky style, peaky blinders style. I'm a bit more stylish than that, I'd say, because I don't wear just the standard colours hats. I wear slightly different, more brighter coloured hats and stuff because it's a bit more flamboyant to my personality. But you have to be confident to dress to that style. But I feel like it's taken me like five, six years under your counsel to get to the point where I really don't care what anyone else thinks. I put my hat on, I feel good and I don't care. I mean, I really don't care. Before, I didn't care what people think about my content because I knew it's good. Now, I really don't care about my style, but I don't know what's changed. Like, how, how did you get to that point in your life? I feel like it's just, I've just arrived here, but I don't quite know how. Um, I, it takes time. And I think you absolutely nail in the coffin there when you said um, change. Like, the change didn't come, uh, doesn't come overnight so easy. Uh, with time, I think you had to evolve in respect to what I've said to you. Uh, I've always visualized you in this picky blinders outfit, but... It's only until now that you're comfortable in that. So now that you're comfortable, so the confidence just follows next to it. And I, I'd be lying if I said it was easy walk for, for myself. Now I don't care what people think when I dress because I know I, I make a point. Uh, but it didn't happen that easy because over a period of time it grew on me. 
Uh, but once you get to this point, I think there's no turning back because you just you just know what suits you. And once you know what suits you, it's, it just it's there in every other aspect of you. Um, like like much with yourself, like with your content uh, that you're putting out there, you know, it's done loads of research and loads of hard work. In respect to what comments come in, uh, it, it doesn't fade you because you've done all the work for it. So like like the same thing here as well. I was recently filming some content uh, at Neil's apartment. Neil lives uh, near Spitalfields Market in uh, in sort of East London by Liverpool Street. And uh, Alex, who I'm also going to be doing a, a podcast with, um, she's a top model that, that works with me on my training courses. So we're filming at Neil's apartment and she was cold. So I was like, oh, you can borrow one of Neil's jumpers. And we opened up Neil's wardrobe and no word of a lie, he has about 30 different blazers. He has all of his like, he basically has the same items, but in multiple different tones, shades and colors. And they all look good. And that's what I was saying to Alex. She, I was saying to us like, no, Neil knows he's he knows what style suits him. Once he knows what style suits him, he dresses to that style and he knows he looks good. It, that's that's true, actually. I do have a lot of them, but I know my style. Um, because I know my style and I stick to my style and the style that suits me. Uh, and I've tried and tested it on myself. Uh, not just for me, but when I, I get compliments, which kind of reassures what you're doing over the years. So now I know what's good for me. So I stick to it. And now I just... Um, add more color to it and i think for me color is important because not only just radiates across especially in winters you need more color just standing off the norm which is shades of black to gray to sort of maybe dark blue but so i like a bit more color to it Uh, and that's my style no i completely get it so would you would you say for people listening to this that there's are there any go-to's for you so I, I'm assuming most of sort of people that follow me listening to this are going to be single guys. What advice can you give them to increase their self-confidence by the way that they dress? Is there a few simple steps that can really help people? I think one basic one I would say is just be real to yourself. Um, just look at your wardrobe. Look at the stuff that you've been wearing for years. Um, be very, not, not necessarily word critical, but analyze it to a point whether that's the right style. And then look at another different kind of style and don't be afraid to to try a different color, a different outfit, because only if you try, then you would know what suits you uh, and and get away from, I couldn't emphasize more on getting more color in. Just think of how women have, they have multitude of colors and accessories and outfits. And that, that's exactly why they look amazing. Like they have so many things to make themselves look better and from color to different accessories, we men barely stick to, we just wear clothes because we have to wear as opposed to a style um yeah don't be afraid to try a different outfit or a different color so i know obviously you're an advocate of dressing smart and looking professional which i love so if people wanted to transition into that specific type of style obviously i'll include a link to your instagram so people can follow you for advice there but if they wanted a minimum viable way of trying it to see what they like you know rather than spending whatever amount of money on a a whole new wardrobe are there places they can go where they can just try it you know they don't need to invest much money but let's just see how this looks is there you know some go-tos like a white shirt like a black shirt a navy shirt you know fitted like what what are the are the go-tos where it doesn't really matter how much you're spending on something um i speak a lot about the money doesn't equate to to style i mean it doesn't have to be the more money you spend the better style you get and that's that's a misconception 
you don't need a lot of money uh, in relative terms. You can get the same spending costs for a better attire. Um, and one simple thing I would say is one what men always should have is a good fitted white shirt because uh, it goes with most of the things. I, I say emphasize not necessarily on the white, but the word fitted. I mean, it has to be fitted at different angles from your neck to your shoulders to your... And, and the big thing that doesn't get fitted is your arms because irrespective of how big or small you are, because the ones you get out there are universally produced as a mass production. They're not fitted for you. Uh, it doesn't take a lot to get it fitted. Mm-hmm. Uh, so th- there's th- a few tricks if you have just to get things fitted. Like like the suits, for instance, uh, irrespective of the color, nothing better than a fitted suit. Mm-hmm. Uh, uh, so for me, the fit is more uh, 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 up there than anything else. Completely agree with you with the the you know things being fitted because with shirts they they're never fitted i mean i got some shirts some suit supply in london that are fitted very much so for my body shape around my arms and they i feel great and i look good in that specific shirt but that's the only shirt company i found and aside from getting bespoke ones made that actually fit my body shape so it you know it's definitely worth going and trying in in different stores to try and get them you need to be going for a slim fit though right in in shirts rather than going for a loose fit Absolutely. I mean, uh, this, it's a slim fit. I mean, you could argue otherwise, like what kind of uh, occasion you're going for. Uh, not necessarily people want to have a uh, slim fit because of the body composition or or the physique, for instance. Um, more or less, I would say it has to be fitted to you. Uh, it's the misconception is that if you're on the bigger size, the loser the shirt is, it's, it's kind of hiding uh, your physique. But that's not entirely true. Um, but yeah, fitted in areas where it should be fitted, uh, like arms, for instance, I'm going to emphasize because the loose arms just uh, out of shape. It looks like you're on a hanger as opposed to fitted for you. It's also true with people that are slim. You know, when people come to sort of our training courses and we, we do the restyling with them, they slim people often think they have to wear baggy clothes because they think it makes them look bigger, but it doesn't. It makes them look awful because it's it's about your physique size so if you're slim then you can wear slim fitting stuff and look really good if you're slim and wearing baggy stuff you look awful i mean i grew up thinking that <laughs> so my entire childhood because i'm not a big person myself uh, i always had baggy uh, shirts either in the belief that i would grow into that that size one day or just the the misconception that i'm, going, I'm looking bigger because i'm wearing a baggy shirt and same with trousers as well say the length of the trousers would be at least a few inches more uh, it's probably an Indian or Asian thing because uh, you didn't have to buy a trousers next year with the belief that you might grow up to that size, but you never do. <laughs> you never do. And the trousers are always like hanging around, like like uh, sleeping, uh, sweeping the floor or down to your footwear, but it shouldn't be. There's something called a toe point where it just stops where ankle is. Uh, that's what the trousers are meant to do. They're, they're meant to stop where your socks uh, are seen. Um, but yeah, it's the same with that as well. So do you remember when uh, when we... We just decided to go on a night out and you've got all of these accessories that you don't really ever wear. So like these yellow glasses that, that you've got and all these accessories. So we just decided to put them on and uh, go on a night out and see what happens it is remarkable. I mean, everywhere we went, it was uh, hi, gentlemen, how can we help you? Yes, sir. Straight through this way. It was surreal. Like Neil and I, 
we're in central London, we're in Soho and this guy comes up to us and he's like, you guys want to come to Water Street straight to the front of the queue in you go. And it was like, we, we already dress sort of well, but it was because we stylized even better. And I think that's something we really need to talk about here is like the stylizing element. It's okay if you wear a nice fitted suit and nice shirt, but if you don't style what you wear, you look the same as everyone else. And the styling, let, let's get into sort of sock colours, pocket squares, hats. Like, are they all good? Are they all bad? Like, how does it work? First part is to dress um, to your fit, fit your style. And then the second part, which I think is absolutely important, in fact, even more, is to accessorize. Uh, like for those examples you're saying, it's purely because of our accessories and they were colourful. Um, you want to just... If you want to be the norm, be the norm. If you want to dress like what everyone does, then be my guest. But if you want to dress up, uh, some completely different and stand out, then you have to stand out. And when I say stand out, you're standing out in the colors and the attires and the accessories. Um, yeah, there's so many parts to it, to be honest. Uh, socks has always been my favorite thing. Uh, I keep banging on about socks, saying people always stick to black pair of socks. Since, since the inception of shoes and <laughs> going to school, they always stick to black socks for, for the entirety of their life. And I, 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 I don't understand why, just to add a bit more color to it. Because not only it's a talking point, it's just more designs to, to your shoes. Um, and the different designs in the colors of the, your socks. Or people wear white, which, which is completely known as far as I'm concerned, unless you're on the, uh, uh, on the uh, uh, field and track events or doing some kind of sport. Uh, I don't get white socks at all. And white socks with black shoes, oh my God, even worse. And, and shoes as well. So you stick to a black pair of shoes and maybe you can get a bit more adventures and wear sort of a shade of dark brown and that's about it. Uh, so, so you start from footwear and go up. There's so many accessories you can add on. Pocket squared being my massive thing where... I would not expect anyone to step out of the house if they have a blazer and not have a pocket square. It's like wearing shoes with no socks. No, I get it. And, and also as well, like with the pocket squares, you know, wearing flamboyant colors, don't just wear boring colors. You know, they don't, they don't have to match your shoes. They don't have to match your socks. They can just be a vibrant color that brings your outfit to life. And the amount of compliments that I get when I'm out with Neil's ridiculous, because I'll, I'll dress up the way I dress. And when I'm out with Neil, he's like, no, 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 do this, <laughs> do that. And then all of a sudden, I remember, recall once we were, we were going on a night out and Neil told me to wear braces. And I was like, I'm not wearing braces. He's like, put, put on the braces, trust me. He goes, if you don't get a compliment tonight, then I can't remember what it was, but he's like, you'll definitely get a compliment. So as we were leaving Neil's apartment, we get to his front door. He lives in an apartment block. As I open the front door, this attractive girl comes in. I open the door for her. She goes, oh, hi, blah, blah, blah. Oh, I really like your outfit. <laughs> I was like, we didn't even leave the apartment and Neil got it right. I was like, this is ridiculous. Um, just a, a slight uh, plug here on uh, my social attraction mentoring. So from next year, uh, I'm launching a bespoke mentoring service which is going to be high-end coaching and training um it basically means that you'll be supported by myself with unlimited support also means traveling around the world together to increase your dating confidence but one of the best things that neil and i were discussing is we're also going to be sending my personal mentees a box once a month containing some luxury fashion accessories so whether that's a new aftershave that neil and i have developed whether it's socks whether it's a pocket square 
then that that's all going to be included within the uh, within the monthly box. And it, it leads me to ask you, Neil, like, how much does fashion change? Or once you dress to a style like you dress to, do you not need to worry about the trends changing? Or do you alter them to go with the trends? How does that work? See, you do alter with, with time and change. Uh, but you'd be surprised to see how long it takes for the strengths to actually come into, not necessarily mainstream, but to normal, uh, uh, for, for normal ch- a change for us to wear. Um, for instance, these tight trousers uh, and suits, tight pinstripe and uh, tight uh, blazers that we wear has been in market for, or been out of trend for like 10 years and still people still wear them. Um, the changes are subtle, not as drastic as you would expect them to be. But once you cater to your style, it's easy to change um, for different seasons as well. It's not that difficult once you get what's suited for you. Because now, for for instance, what I know what suits me, so summers are not that different. So once you kind of adventure to that stage where wanting to try, and it's easy. Uh, and I'm and not sounding cocky or arrogant, but I could easily suggest as what suits you for what season if you're comfortable in them and it's, it's easy and, and and the best advocate for that be is like how you feel and how many compliments you get and that's the best review out of that yeah so that's so it's, it's basically once you like we we're saying earlier once you dress to your style you can also dress to the season and it's it's just small changes to suit what's going on at that time for example like say there's a, a color that's very fashionable this year say like the color yellow is fashionable you just wear a yellow pocket square I mean, it doesn't need to be anything more complicated than that. Or you just wear something yellow, right, that, that, that matches. But your, your general shirt, trousers, blazers, that main items, it doesn't change, right? Yeah, the main thing doesn't change. So you're just adding a more a color to it, a more glitter, more accessories to it. Uh, or you're just changing the, uh, the type of fabric um, and, and just subtle changes. And, and most, most times the trends are subtle. Um, unless you're on the ramp or on some kind of a fashion show. Um, and, and they're easily doable, to be honest, uh, even with the trends changing. Yeah, no, that's exactly it. So well, I'm going to wrap this interview up here. I am going to get Neil back on the show for some more um, specific fashion advice. But Neil, I'll include a link to your Instagram account, which if you remind me is... And Neil will also be sharing some more fashion tips on you know, how to style for the season that you're wearing and also just the the general style that Neil dresses to. So Neil, great to have you on the show again and looking forward to having you on next time. Thank you, Gary. And thank you for this opportunity. So that rounds up a really interesting interview with Dr. Neil Reddy. I will also be interviewing him again in the future about more specific items of men's fashion. So if you enjoy this episode, please share it with someone who you think could do with the advice. Make sure you subscribe to my channel. And also, if you would like to learn more about my training courses, then visit the link in the podcast description where you can learn more about my social attraction team.